You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the darknet, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cyberwire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. I discovered some Docker images, a Docker repo that contained um, 25 Docker images, and from that, that's where I find this repo. That's Tara Gould. She's a senior intelligence researcher at Anomaly. The research we're discussing today is titled Inside Team TNT's Impressive Arsenal, a look into a Team TNT server. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Team TNT are, you know, a pretty prominent group at the moment um, in the sense that they are targeting cloud environments, um, which is where, you know, the sort of future of everything tech is really going um, towards. So I was interested in them from that perspective. Um, also interested in sort of their, you know, how they sort of differentiate themselves from other um, groups in a sense that they are quite interested in sort of self-promotion you know they don't shy away from essentially like self-attribution you know they will proudly state what is theirs what they are doing so it started as an interest i knew that they were targeting sort of weaveworks weave scope based on that i discovered some docker images a, a docker repo that contained um 25 
Docker images. And from that, that's where I find this repo. Well, before we dig into some of the specifics here, I mean, what are some of the other details about Team TNT? What, what do we know about them? We know that they are German-speaking. They say that they're in Germany, and by all accounts, that does appear to be true. Um, they also, they're an interesting group in the sense that, you know, other groups, you may think that they would say something like that to sort of throw people off the scent, but they are pretty upfront with information about themselves and their tactics um, and tools. So we know that they're German. They are interested in crypto jacking. They have been about in their current iteration since 2020. There is some research that points to them going back to potentially um, 2011. And there is some evidence supporting some possible iteration of them being about in some form for quite a number of years, possibly like sort of eight or nine years. Well, let's dig into this specific research here. Uh, what exactly is it that you all found? So what we found was a team TNT um, repo that was sitting open to directory listing, which meant that we were able to find various folders that hosted large amounts of scripts, binaries, crypto miners, source code, stolen credentials, uh, rootkits, metadata, tools, logs, um, and pretty much everything that would be used in one of their campaigns, and also artifacts from other campaigns. Well, let's dig into some of the details here. I mean, you found a variety of different things. Can we go through them together? And can you describe to us uh, each sort of individual aspect to what it is that you discovered? Yep. So this was uh, the CMD folder command, I suppose that is. Um, this contained about 50 scripts. Um, now, a lot of these, you know, they've already been written about, they've been used in previous campaigns. It is nothing new. But that contained, you know, AWS credential stealers, diamorphing rootkit, um, IP scanners, Mountsploit, scripts that set up utils, miners, and then they also have scripts that remove previous miners. Do any of the, the scripts stand out in particular? Is there anything that's uh, interesting or, or clever in the things that you found? Yeah, so the mentions of Kubernetes is interesting as they appear to be sort of pivoting towards um, Kubernetes. Interesting for a number of reasons, as obviously, you know, the use of it is increasing. And again, it's it's a more sort of future-looking way of attacking as opposed to um, sort of more old-school traditional, which would be like a DOF file, uh, macros, um, sort of like Windows uh, malware. Well, let's dig into some of the binaries then. What did you find there? Yep. So another folder was the bin folder. This contained a number of binaries. Um, and again, a lot of these have been used by Team TNT in the past. Um, another thing notable with Team TNT is they do tend to watermark all of their malware. Um, I, I, again, like somebody else could hypothetically do it, but in terms of attribution, it does appear to be very clear that it is them. So the binaries included Tsunami Backdoor and XMRig CryptoMiner. So the use of CryptoMiners is pretty common with Team TNT as crypto jacking seems to be sort of their main focus. And then this folder also contained various utilities that they will use in carrying out their activities. So some of these are like pen testing tools, um, 
and like IP scanners. And then one of the other things you explored here was some of the metadata. What what, what uh, was revealed here? This folder, the metadata, the in folder was very interesting. From what I can see, it appears to contain like the stolen. So I have to assume these are from previous Team TNT campaigns and contains lists of stolen AWS credentials, uh, lists of S3 buckets. Um, there was some other credential files. In particular, the one that I noticed that was interesting was an Engrok credential file. That had a name attached to it. It's difficult to tell where exactly that came from, why there was just that single one. Um, it's unclear whether this was a victim or not. That's all I can really say on that without saying too much. Yeah. It's sort of fascinating as I was reading through your research here, as you kind of mentioned at the outset that, well, a couple of things about Team TNT. I mean, first of all, I think it's fair to say that we don't really hear of a lot of threat groups coming out of Germany. That's interesting in itself. But then also, uh, as you say, just how they're willing to hang their name on so many things. I mean, the you know the fact that they're they're coming from uh, if indeed they are from Germany, which uh, you know we we have a, a good uh, relationship with when it comes to law enforcement. Uh, the fact that they're bragging about their efforts here that's interesting as well. Yeah, it is very interesting. Um, there could be a multitude of reasons for it. Maybe they're happy to you know sort of take the glory from it, if you will, because they haven't mm. been caught yet. And, you know, it, it's possible that they have been doing this for a number of years and, you know, could be sort of cocky about it. But it is interesting and it is, you know, a differentiator compared to other groups. There's also, you know, the aspect, like, if you look at it sort of from like a developer aspect, you know, like they're, they're putting time and effort into creating these, like, and, you know, they are, I guess you would call them successful, you know, threat group. So, you know, maybe they just want the sort of glory to go along with it. You know, they want stuff that is theirs to be credited to them. They do frequently go after uh, sort of either like researchers or companies that are putting out research that are attributing stuff to them that isn't them. They will come out and say, like, this is not Team TNT, which is another interesting part. So they're very um, willing in saying what is them and what's not. Do you have any notion, I mean, the, the very fact that you are able to see inside this directory, this, their own infrastructure here, do we suspect that that was intentional on their part or, or may it have been just a little bit of sloppiness? That is the really interesting question. So after this was published on Twitter, they claimed that it was done intentionally, which, you know, it very well could have been. They said that it was done intentionally to sort of burn all of what they had and to move on to the next um, sort of round of campaigns. Whether that's true or not, it's really hard to decipher. Ironically, they tweeted <laughs> the other day uh, a picture that was like, humans are often more stupid than they realize. Possibly that, they, you know, they've just got a little bit careless, but it, it would surprise me. Like they, you know, they're clearly technical, smart, whatever. So it, it, it would make sense it was done intentionally. But again, like you never know, like, we're all humans and like sometimes mm. just like you know sort of overlook stuff that's another part that is really interesting about this and so based on the information that you all have gathered here what are your recommendations for for folks to best protect themselves yeah so um making sure security groups are configured properly making sure that 
people's configurations are done correctly and a lot of the default configs you can't rely on. Keeping up to date with vulnerabilities is another one um, and also monitoring and blocking uh, malicious traffic. Our thanks to Tara Gould from Anomaly for joining us. The research is titled Inside Team TNT's Impressive Arsenal, a look into a Team TNT server. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. The CyberWire Research Saturday is proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. Our amazing CyberWire team is Elliot Peltzman, Trey Hester, Brandon Karp, Peru Prakash, Justin Sabi, Tim Nodar, Joe Kerrigan, Carol Terrio, Ben Yellen, Nick Vilecki, Gina Johnson, Bennett Moe, Chris Russell, John Petrick, Jennifer Iben, Rick Howard, Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week. <laughs>